go. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Complete Sports Media's podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us. Well, today we're going to be break down, breaking down the golf tournament that happened in Minnesota this past weekend, the 3M Championship. And as usual, another exciting Sunday, a great weekend of golf. And um, yeah, it was just a fantastic tournament to watch and really fun watching uh, a guy who hasn't won in seven years and Michael Thompson being able to pull off the victory. Uh, he was ahead all day, but uh, lots of guys chasing him and uh, he was able to pull it off. Super emotional win. And um, yeah, it was really, really fun. I enjoyed it a lot. And we've got Casey O'Donnell joining us to break it down as usual. Hi, Casey. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Darren. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, so uh, you must have enjoyed the tournament as much as I did. Uh, sure was, uh, sure was fun to watch uh, Thompson pull pull off the victory, and uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of chasers. Oh man, there was just a huge group, a couple of shots back of him for the whole entire round. Yeah, absolutely, it was a very very tight match. Uh, coming down nine, it could have gone a lot of different ways. Uh, a couple loose shots by Schwartzel, and uh, a couple different players, and it could have been a different thing, but. Yeah, Thompson just really, really came through. That shot he hit on 16 out of the bunker. Well, actually on 10. He started on 10. I had a really good shot on 10 out of the bunker. Knocked it tight. Made a birdie. And then, yeah, really put the pedal down. Yeah. Yeah, that shot in 16 is legendary. It's probably going to be one of the best shots he's ever hit on tour. And uh, just, you know, solidified that victory. Um, even coming down to the, the final hole you know he had to have had those nerves and and worry but uh yeah he played you know really nice and solid and being able to you know shoot a, a 67 on sunday and hold off all the all the guys that were you know trying to shoot as low as they could it was it was great and uh gives him a two-year exemption on the tour it gets him into all the majors the next seven majors uh you know solidifies his position in the game he doesn't have to worry about qualifying year to year like he said he has over the last while seven years since a win uh yeah but uh, i think he um yeah i just i could tell it really touched him it was really important yeah he had an uh, emotional interview at the end of that tournament there um missing his family and his wife uh that's tough for the players they uh they're out there grinding every day so it's good it's good to see him him pull off that victory and he looks so strong coming down those uh those last three holes especially the shot on 16 the iron shot on 17 and then birdie to 18 to win by two. Yeah. It's pretty nice. Uh, Andrew Long had a, uh, a fantastic day, shot a 64, 63, 64 on the weekend. Uh, just, you know, came bounding out of nowhere. And all of a sudden, you know, he was right at the top there, put the, put the pressure on Thompson. Uh, man, he, he had a fantastic Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. That was a great, great play by him. Uh, solo second is a nice, nice, uh, Nice chunk of change for him, too. Yeah, great paycheck, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, tied for third, there was nine guys in a three-way tie for third place at 16 under a huge flood of golfers. Um, some guys shot 65s, like Howell and Grillo, and then uh, some of the other guys like Finau. Finau um, seems to have some really fantastic rounds early in these tournaments and then seems to fade a little bit on Sunday. 68 still pretty good, but... Um, yeah, I, uh, I was disappointed. I thought he was going to definitely give Thompson a, a big run for his money. And I thought, uh, maybe we'd see Finau in the winner's circle. 
Yeah, Fino, uh, Fino played solid those first three rounds. His uh, Sunday uh, final round scoring is a little north of 72, so he doesn't typically play that well on the Sunday. But uh, 68 just wasn't quite good enough when there was that many low scores out there. Uh, he did play pretty well, just had a few loose shots for sure. Yeah. Yeah, out of that um, nine-way tie for third, uh, who else stood out for you? Had a, had a really decent weekend, had a, had a great uh, tournament. There was um, Homa was in there, Charles Howell, Norin, Schwartzel. Schwartzel, uh, he was impressive. I uh, haven't seen Charles for a while. Uh, it's nice to see the South Africans still playing super, super decent golf. Yeah, he's, he's been playing uh, really well. He's uh, had a good back nine. The, the hat was a little something he was wearing there. Even Faldo made a little little remark about uh, he had a free bowl of soup with it. <laughs> so that was... Uh, uh, that was hilarious. Yeah, a little Caddyshack nod there. So, yeah, you know, he did play. He played very well. It just uh, burned that lip, like, I don't know how many times in that back nine. He was just, he was all around it. He really, really had it dialed in this week. Um just the way the way that putt rolls sometimes you really had a really had a good finish yeah i'm impressed with this uh young kid rich warwenski uh he he missed a few putts uh he could have got a bit lower um but um yeah uh, uh, you know decent performance from warwenski yeah 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 he played really well he was right in there he's leading it right off the hot with that 63 um really uh really played a great tournament just it's tough to keep it together for those uh, for those four rounds, but you've had a really good showing. The defending champion uh, Wolf uh, ended up in a tie for twelfth. Um, he um, he played really good on Friday, Saturday, then got a, a seventy on Saturday. It seemed to bit derail his chances. Um, uh, he um, yeah, I mean it's it's hard to defend your title, but uh, he was looking really really solid uh, early on. Yeah, he played a really great round on Sunday. He bogeyed 18, which he eagled last year to win. So that's a three-shot swing. Oh, so man. that's that's kind of the difference that you need on tour to just to be that much better. So uh, really good, really good Sunday for him, but just unfortunate bogey on the last. Nick Watney, uh, tied Wolf for for 12th. Uh, Watney's one of the guys that um, had to go through the the COVID protocols and. And uh, a lot of times these guys have been playing solo, haven't had opportunities to play with other golfers, not paired up because they're worried about the spread of COVID. Um, yeah, it's uh, changes, uh, I'm sure, their strategy and the way they play the game. But uh, Watney's, um, yeah, looked good. Uh, you know, pretty good performance tied for 12. Yeah, he had another uh, good bounce back from that COVID and he's trying to put all that stuff to rest. He uh, kind of, you can tell he's sick of it. <laughs> getting asked questions about the COVID and he just wants to focus on his game. So it's nice that you can play a good tournament and kind of put that all behind him. Yeah. 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 There's definitely a lot, a lot of focus on the COVID. Uh, Danny McCarthy was asked about it cause he played solo and he ended up um, yeah, saying, you know, he's definitely hope uh, he doesn't have to talk about it too much anymore. We got Harris English and uh, Dylan Fratelli had to deal with it. Uh, they ended up in tie, tie for 18th. So, they're playing some really good golf, but um, yeah, it must be must be maddening to just be one of those guys that has to deal with that uh, week after week. Yeah, it's enough pressure as it is, or just like annoying questions that they must face, and that's just um, just trying to trying to move past all that stuff. So, no, it's good they they're out there keeping it going. Yeah, uh, Sepp Straka is another guy that. Um, 
was in there, tied for 18th. Uh, Taylor Gooch, uh, you know, great tournaments by them. Um, I wanted to focus on uh, the Canadians. Uh, we had four guys in the tournament, uh, Sloan, Crawford, and David Hearn. Uh, all missed a cut, but we had a, um, a qualifier make the tournament. Uh, Michael, and I hope I say his name right. Uh, I think it's pronounced Glig, Glig Itch. And uh, he's a guy from Burlington. And uh, yeah, he's been a, like a Monday qualifier. Plays on the web.com tour, the Corn Ferry tour now. And um, yeah, he uh, had a really good performance. Uh, he ended up shooting... 68 65 on the weekend and moved up a lot of spaces 19 19 positions on the weekend to tie for 26 so yeah great to see this kid yeah great weekend for him it's always nice to see that monday qualifier come in and and, and do so well on the weekend uh you just never know sometimes uh good canadian boy for sure yeah he goes to a uh a conditioning place called the peter twist conditioning academy out in burlington and uh peter twist was a uh, conditioning uh, trainer for the Canucks for many years and then he's got a lot of um, gyms around the world where he keeps people at their peak performance uh, a guy that I've I've known a lot over the years and uh, yeah it's great to see um, that that tie to the coast here and uh, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of um, yeah a lot of more notoriety for him he's um, he's uh, played all over the world like a lot of these golfers do uh, he won Canadian Order of Merit in 2014 uh, he's had a few, few chances to, um, you know, make it into Monday qualifying. He, he actually uh, finished first in one of the U.S. Open qualifiers a few years back and got a chance to play the U.S. Open. And, um, yeah, let, let's hope he, he can, uh, you know, have another good performance like this and move up the ranks. Uh, he's 174th right now in the FedEx Cup standing, so he's got a little bit of work to do in the last three weeks. Uh, hopefully he can get it a couple more um, tournaments in and uh, yeah, another Canadian to keep our eye out for. Yeah, absolutely. He does kind of flirt with that leaderboard a few times. I've seen him up there, but uh, just it's nice to see him finish strong like that uh, not this week for sure. He ended up tied with Chase Kepka and uh, Brooks didn't make the cut, but Chase did. Uh, I like Chase uh, and watching his game is pretty amazing. Uh, he's, he shot 63 on Sunday to move up 30 positions to tie for 26. Yeah, absolutely. I need to finish that off with a 29 on the front nine, which was uh, his back nine that on Sunday. So that was just a spectacular finish there for sure. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with um, with Brooks. Uh, yeah, he's missed uh, two out of the last three cuts and he tied for 62nd uh, in the last three tournaments he's in. Um, you, you noticing something wrong with him? It's hard to say. I don't know if it's just because of the lack of crowds and he just doesn't feeding off that kind of energy. Um, I know a lot of players seem to be struggling with that and you had a bit of the lesser knowns kind of coming up strong, especially with the tournament like the 3M this weekend. It was not many big names up there, so it kind of relieves that pressure and then you don't have the, uh, the crowds either. So it was a good mix of, of players up there that you don't usually see up at the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, Kepka's on Faraday right now, and uh, he's the defending champion coming into next weekend. Uh, do you think he's going to be able to pull it together when they, they go to Memphis for this uh, St. Jude? I'd say, yeah, he's probably got a little bit of fire started underneath him with uh, his brother playing so much better than him <laughs> this week that uh, he's going to be working extra hard to, uh, to prove himself for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
Yeah. So, um, yeah, why don't we turn our attention a little bit to that uh, FedEx St. Jude. Uh, listen to some of the pairings that are here. Um, got John Rahm, number one in the world, Bryson DeChambeau and Ricky Fowler. Uh, that's going to be an amazing uh, pairing there. Uh, a lot of, lot of fun. Ricky hasn't been doing too great lately, but uh, Rahm, number one, and Bryson uh, back to try to wow the crowds. <laughs> I mean, wow the, wow the fans uh, on TV with his huge drives. Yeah, it's uh, so that's such a different game now. You don't have that amphitheater that you're used to getting. Everyone's excited. You hit one good shot, one good close chip or chip in, and long launch a drive. It's uh, it's such a different game now. But uh, they got to make their own noise out there. They got they got a few fans following around. Uh, so you hear a few cheers, but uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely a lot quieter right there. Yeah, man, is it ever different? Holy cow! Yeah, I just. I never, uh, I never thought we would see golf like this. Uh, yeah, it's so, so quiet. A guy will just make an amazing putt, and you'll hear a couple of cheers from way off in the distance. And yeah, it's, uh, it's got to be different for these guys. Uh, you know, getting, getting used to some, a whole new world. So, uh, there's another um, pairing that looks really great: uh, Roy McIlroy, Jordan Spieth, and Webb Simpson. Yeah, that, that sounds very good. Yeah, Simpson's been playing pretty good. Uh, really, like, is it Rory? I don't know. He's got to find something to kind of to get bounced back a little bit. He's just really been shaky. Yeah, well, Rory just got passed for the number one ranking in the world by uh, John Rahm, so uh, that might be some incentive enough for him to try to recapture that and not uh, let let Rom go on a big long run. So um, yeah, and uh, yeah, Simpson, Spieth, McElroy. Wow, that's something that I can't wait to watch. Um, yeah, as we mentioned, Brooks Kepka is the defending champ. He's going to be teeing it up with Patrick Reed and Victor Hovland the first uh, two days. That, that that'll be fun. Yeah, I think Victor Hovland's been playing well. If he can get his uh, putting just kind of settled down uh, late in the round, he seems to get a little shaky with a uh, with his putting, but he's been really striking the ball well. Be nice to see him. Uh, same thing this weekend. Yeah. And then uh, the last pairing that I'll mention has uh, Justin Thomas, Colin Morikawa, and Hideki Matsuyama. Well, that'll be great. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Morikawa coming off that win. He's uh, been a little unfortunate, too. The, those little putts kind of – he almost has the yips almost on some of those little putts. So it's uh, – see if he can get that settled down, too. But, you know, he's been playing really well. Just really nice to see him bounce back and uh, win that tournament. Yeah, they've got uh, four guys as the odds-on favorite. John Rahm, Bryson DeChambeau, Justin Thomas, and Rory McIlroy. Uh, uh, who would you put your money on if you were? I don't know. I, I like, I like Rahm. I, I, he's, he's been playing very well. He's, he's, he just got to number one. I, I know it's, it's hard to, to win so close together, but he, just, he seems to be firing on, on all cylinders for sure. Yeah, speaking of bets, uh, did you have anything that you could mention uh, this past weekend? Uh, anything that you hit on that was good? Ah, uh, no, I had a couple real close calls. I had that uh, Wolf there. Um, it, he, he bogeyed that last hole. I needed him to finish eighth or better, but uh, didn't quite make it. And I had a couple good parlays that were very close. Kind of came down to the end. I got five to seven in a couple of them, but uh, no, just kind of all around. It was. Uh, I was kind of surprised with the with the leaderboard and. Uh, yeah, it was, it was it was nice to see some some new faces out there. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, it always is good to see some new faces. Um, yeah, you know, they, over the years sometimes it does get boring. It's the same old guys winning. But Michael Thompson hadn't won in seven years. Andrew Long, we haven't seen him up there. 
Uh, Emmanuel Edel Grillo used to be, um, you know, quite a fixture when he came over to the States and uh, haven't seen him in a while. Um, yeah, a guy like Max Homa uh, moving up. Uh, yeah, 64-67 on the weekend for him. You know, pretty pretty great in performance. Uh, I, lo I love watching the Swede, Alex Noren, play. He's a um, super solid guy. 266 is uh, Saturday, Sunday to move up and get into that logjam for third place, 16 under, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like, it's always like Straka too. He shot a, he shot a 63 there out of finish tie for 18th, so he's always playing well. Um, he seems to do well on Sundays anyways. Yeah. Yeah, anything else that uh, we should take away from this 3M tournament? Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was nice to see, like, uh, get a lot of the new faces out there, right? So a lot, a lot of players, you don't uh, get the limelight, and they're, they're really playing well, and they, they played well on the weekend. Uh, it was nice to see, see that sort of uh, field out there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, sometimes the PGA has uh, secondary tournaments. Um, they'll have uh, tournaments on the same weekend as a bigger tournament. Uh, this weekend is the case. They've got the Barracuda Championship in – uh, California, and uh, this gives a lot of these lesser lights that uh, Casey just mentioned an opportunity to get some PGA experience and possibly win some good money. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. There's uh, two tournaments for us to be able to break down next week. Uh, that's kind of fun. Yeah, it's, a, it's very exciting. A lot of players have a lot of opportunity to showcase their talents out there, so it'll be very interesting to see. Yeah, this uh, St. Jude Classic. Uh, World Golf Championship in Memphis. Uh, it always attracts a really big crowd. Uh, unfortunately, Tiger skipped it. Uh, were you surprised? No, I think he's, he's just trying to focus his game, get it really honed in uh, for the majors for sure. So focusing on playing a little more on family time than, uh, than golf. But uh, you need that mental game too. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I was kind of surprised. I thought he would want to uh, get back at it, uh, try to tee it up soon so he could be sharper um, heading into you know the playoffs and the, the majors and um, yeah I don't know it's uh, yeah disappointing for me um, you know Tiger brings so much excitement into it and he, he always does really well at these world, world golf championships and uh, yeah I think there was some speculation that he might tee it up but uh, he just announced uh, he's not going to do it so uh, we'll have to focus on some other guys as I said there's a lot of Great golfers uh, paired up uh, for this tournament's uh, you know, Thursday Thursday shootout, and uh, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I didn't I didn't see any charity um, events coming out today. Uh, almost every week we've been seeing these Monday charity events. They were uh, they've they've been really fun. They've been uh, yeah great to watch and kind of get an idea of who's who's sharp too. Yeah, like last week, yeah, you had Fleetwood playing. Uh, he hasn't played in quite a while, and uh, yeah, you get to see him tee it up on Wednesday before they, they tee off on uh, Thursday for the real deal. So it's nice to see those. I'm, I'm not sure what they have uh, planned for this Wednesday, but um, it's, it's always nice to see that sort of uh, charity event, give them back. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, this was great uh, as usual, Casey, uh, really nice that we could break down this weekend's tournament. Uh, congratulations to Michael Thompson. And um, yeah, nice to see a lot of these guys getting opportunities and, you know, getting some big paychecks, like Casey mentioned, uh, must must have been nice to be able to cash out on, on a lot of these and not, you know, it doesn't go to all the, the top guys all the time. So, yeah, it was great. 
great opportunity this weekend. Uh, as I said, I, I did mention all the, the top guys, but uh, keep your eye out on a lot of the lesser lights. Uh, you know, just have to, you know, find find that stroke, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, you're you're competing at the top of the leaderboard. It must be really exciting for a lot of these younger guys. Yeah, it's tough to know that Thompson's going to just somehow come out of the woodwork and, and play like he did seven years ago when he won. It's just that's the magic of the game. You just don't know who's going to tee up on Thursday and what kind of player they're going to be playing. So it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's exciting to see. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, Casey. Uh, yeah, thanks again. I uh, always appreciate your time. Uh, glad you enjoyed the golf this weekend. And I uh, hope you get out golfing and sailing this week ahead. And and uh, yeah, we'll try to do a, a breakdown on this tournament coming up. Yeah, sounds great, Darren. Yeah, thanks for having me. Okay. Take care. Yeah, you too. Cheers. All the best. Cheers. Okay, yeah. Um, it's, you know, fun as usual. Uh, you know, it, it's really nice to be tuned into the golf uh, this much, uh, getting to break down so many good tournaments uh, with Casey. And, and uh, yeah, it's nice to, you know, see a few text through the weekend, uh, you know, as, as the leaderboard starts taking shape, uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, four days, uh, things changed so much over this weekend, but Michael Thompson. Yeah. Congratulations. Wow. Uh, yeah, I could see how emotional he was. He adopted a, a baby girl recently and, uh, he said he really just wished that his wife and his daughter was there and family. And, uh, yeah, I feel, a bit sad uh, that there's not bigger celebrations for these guys when they win, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure uh, this will springboard him into uh, a lot of great tournaments over the next couple of years and, and uh, yeah, yeah, put a lot more money in his bank account for sure. So anyway, um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this breakdown of the 3M championship and the look ahead to the FedEx St. Jude in Memphis. Uh, I'm your host, Darren Campbell. Thanks again. We will talk to you very soon. Uh, enjoy the golf. Take care. Bye for now.